0: Welcome to the Edge Talk With James and Mo (laughs) I'm still laughing because of what I did I'm James (laughs) Uh, And I'm Mo Okay. We are so delighted that you're joining us For this podcast
1: Yes, this is my radio voice (laughs) At station
0: 939 We're gonna be Talking about creating an environment for success. Okay. Okay. Yeah. As you guys know, we are all things success. Mm -hmm. We talk about everything that you can imagine about and around success because many times we grow up, we want it, but we're not exactly sure how to get it. And most certainly, principles of success are not taught in school. And so, For James and I, you know, oftentimes people who I know who have been really successful grew up in a family structure that nurtured that, that prepared my peers for success. And so we didn't necessarily have that structured, you know, every night around the dinner table, talk about things like finance, things like success, So that is something that has become very important to us to share, not just amongst each other, but with others as we coach them. And then also we prepare that type of dinner table for our children and for our grandchildren, because we want them to not just want success, but also know the process of getting success. Oftentimes I say success leaves clues. Hmm. And we're going to talk about that. That's why it's really important to get around people who can pour into you folks who have done what it is that you want to do or people who um, have achieved great things in life. And so we're going to just talk about some principles of success and some things that you can really do to prepare yourself and surround yourself in an environment that is ready to nurture you. As it relates to success.
1: And you cannot expect people to pour into you and there's a hole in you.
0: hmm
1: Yeah. Uh, something that uh, I saw today watching the basketball game. hmm Steph Curry, Thompson, and um, Peyton. They are young guys playing now, but all their dads were superstars in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And they would be at practice with their dads. Mm -hmm. And look how it was for them to transition into being that. It's just like when we talk about the dinner table. Mm -hmm. If you're at the dinner table only talking about how you're going to pay the bills, Mm -hmm. it's different when you're at at the table writing the check for the bills. Right.
0: Talking about business. Talking about yeah, uh, uh, your like employees. You're, you're writing the
1: checks to the employees, right? I have to pay John tomorrow. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's a different it's, conversation
1: instead of John wondering if he's getting paid tomorrow. Yeah,
0: that's good. Or how
1: much he's getting mm-hmm. paid? Yeah. So that's a a big difference in mindset. Mm-hmm. Rich dad, poor dad.
0: Yeah, which is one of my favorite books of all time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, and it starts young. It starts young. It's what is poured into you. Now, the good thing about it is you can change it. So just because you started off one way does not mean that that's the way you got to finish. I agree. Yeah. You can reprogram yourself, which is we've spent a lot of our days in life reprogramming. A lot of the things that we learned when we were younger.
1: It's a difference when being poor is a condition and not a mindset. Mm -hmm. So when it is a condition... That's totally different. You had no control over that condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as you don't let it become a mindset. Mm-hmm. Because there are people that come to a lot of money that still are poor mentally. Yeah. So anytime when you see a neighborhood that's been run down, they say, well, it used be a nice neighborhood.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a poor mindset. Yeah. Ran that down. Not the people. Right. The mindset mm-hmm. of those people. Yeah. And so you, you said, you know, we have a topic on, Uh, One of the things of how to uh, change that,
0: Mm -hmm. I
1: think you said faith. Yeah, yeah.
0: So what does it mean to create an environment that will set you up for success, an environment that will nurture the success that's in you? We all have an element of success in us. And so it's important to first establish what is your vision You know, and from there, working through what your goals are and what is your plan. All of that is important uh, in order for you to be successful. But then the next thing you've got to do, I call it is incubate yourself Mm. inside an environment that won't let you fail, Mm. that will push you toward success. And that oftentimes is the is the difference between two people.
1: Mm.
0: One has an environment of very supportive people, very supportive processes. and procedures, and the other one does not. has nothing to do with their skill. Sometimes doesn't even have anything to do with their will. But one is in a a nurturing environment, and the other one is not. And so we're going to talk about four steps to ensure that you are creating an environment of success for yourself. And so the first one is faith. Faith, as we know, is the belief of something bigger, Believing in something that you can't see. And I would dare say that often when you ask someone, what is your dream? I know when you and I first started dating, I remember asking you, what is your dream life? Mm-hmm. What does it look like? I think that's important. Oh, yeah. Because often people fall in to a life that was created for them by other people. Yes. By circumstances. I agree. Right? So they're just sort of living as it's been dealt to them, as opposed to really taking control, taking charge of their life and creating the life that they themselves have envisioned for themselves, a life that God has said that they can have. And so often when we talk to people in our coaching about their dream life or what is their goal, I will say probably eight out of 10 times, people will give us an answer that is very small and very I would call it realistic. It doesn't really have a lot of teeth to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so you said something the other day that really struck um, struck me and it stayed with me when we were talking about faith and really having big faith. Do you remember yeah. what you said? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I said if you want to make God smile
0: mm-hmm.
1: and make him blink,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you have to ask for something that you can't see, yeah. that you can't touch, that you can't feel. It has to be big. Mm-hmm. It has to be big, mm-hmm. and and big is considered to me. If you can go obtain it yourself, yeah, or if you do this for three years, you'll get it. Then, that's not gonna make God smile.
0: Mm-hmm. It's you're obtaining it within your own strength. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's you know, a lot of people don't. I mean, they. They say they believe, but they never test their faith.
1: Well, the word almost came out your mouth. I, I heard it. People don't operate
0: mm-hmm. in that realm. Yeah. It's a scary place.
1: Well, you know what? It, it's, it's a scary place when, I'll go back to something else, when you're afraid to fail to move forward. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. in failure, you can find so much. Because the failure is, a, is an act of elimination of things that you should not do. Mm-hmm. That's all that is.
0: I like that. Say that again because I want to make sure that fail- our audience. Failure
1: is the elimination of things that you should not do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So once you fail, you can go back over those things. Yeah. And then that's how you get the lesson from it. Yeah. So you
0: say, I failed in so much as I did that. So next time when I try, I know not to do that again. That way. That it, way. Yeah. You know, I, I can, I
1: can modify this mm-hmm. Yeah. and that will make this because sometimes people will try something when it doesn't work they'll jump directly to something else. Mm-hmm. When you can do 10 of the same thing and use the same process, the product just changes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Cause when the product changes, the process will always stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's good. Yeah. yeah.
1: E- even you can look at every sport and the process is the same. I, I remember I listened to a thing and Kobe Bryant would shoot so many shots. And mm-hmm. he said, when it came to game time, People thought he was just ice cold, but it was just another shot.
0: Mm Because he had done it so So many times. Yeah. Second nature. Most
1: of the times you do things in excessive nature and train for it just to do it one time.
0: Yeah. For that
1: moment. For that moment. Mm -hmm. And people don't prepare for the moment. So when the moment comes, they feel overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And when you have faith, faith keeps you so balanced. It keeps you balanced to a point that people... Will look at you and think, wow, they didn't see what just happened?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That was amazing. Look at all the superstars when they do something really big. Yeah. They expect to do it. Mm-hmm. They've already imagined making that shot or scoring that touchdown yeah. or hitting that home run mm-hmm. or something like that. You have to imagine you doing great things in order to do it. Yeah. It doesn't just happen. If you can't imagine it and feel it, mm-hmm. a blind man can imagine doing something great.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, um, it's important. I mean, this is a foundational element of, of being successful and really to the degree that I feel like we've been created for. I mean, we could do small things. Like you said, there are things that we could put our minds to that we could do on our own. But there are some things that God wants us. And the reason why faith is so important is because it is saying, God, I trust you because I know I can't do this on my own. There is no way that hmm. I could do this big thing. Without you. you. Yeah. And it says that I, so the, when I said earlier that it's, it's a hard place, it could be a hard place when you don't really trust who God is. And so, like you said, when you, if you really, really want to make God smile, ask him for something big.
1: Well, it, it's funny because I, I had a, somebody I was talking to and I said, I need to tell you about my God. Mm-hmm. See, I can't tell you about the relationship between your God, but mm-hmm. my my turnaround time is a little different because yeah. I have a relationship mm-hmm. with God, not just a conversation yeah. with God, not just on a need basis, because God would be your friend in need and in deed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's like anything. If you have a relationship,
0: people tend to respond a little quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Relationship also means you've spent, you're have spent spending time, too. So that's a whole nother something. Yeah. So the first thing is faith. It's really, you know... Really praying and asking God, what is it that you would have me to do? And really stretching yourself, you know, biggie sizing what it is that you um, that you're believing for. The second thing is you got to get around and spend time with people of like mind. And so one of the second things you want to do is to evaluate your friendships. Now, this is really important because I'm what I'm not saying is to get rid of people necessarily okay (laughs) and that's something that's an individual choice that you've got to make uh, as we you know do and I find myself evaluating my circle of friends probably every five to seven years coincidentally I'm also fine-tuning my vision and goals every five to seven years as well and so um, Jim Rowan said something many many years ago he said we're the average of the five people that we spend the most time with And we've mentioned that before on on earlier podcasts, but you got to ask yourself in my time and my downtime, who am I talking to? Who am I letting talk to me? Who am I spending my extra time with? Where are they in their lives and where do they want to go?
1: I'm so glad you said that because in evaluating my circle, I did something about, I think it was five years ago. I had a conversation with my friends And I made a promise to myself and them that I was going to be a better friend in every aspect. And it didn't matter what they chose to do. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be the best friend that I could be to my friends. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do something else. And I've done this in my life. It doesn't matter. You won't change the way I treat you based on how you treat me. Mm -hmm. And, And what I mean by that is my actions will be what they are. Because I won't let somebody, because they do something to me, allow me to do something to them based on what they've done. Mm-hmm. Now, if I exit them from my life, that's fine. Yeah. But I won't uh give a reaction based on their action. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you don't know why people do things. They may be going through something. It's a bad day. And things happen sometimes. They're yeah. forgetful just because you will remember. That doesn't mean they should. Yeah,
0: that's true.
1: And so I wanted to base how I moved in that area with my friends of could I be better before I start setting all these expectations on how they should be. Mm-hmm. And as I became better, I felt like my friends became better mm-hmm. because my effort uh, in different sequences, like they would say, how did you remember that man? You were thinking about us. Wow. In the midst of all that, mm-hmm. because that was something that was important to me Yeah, because I wanted them to grow as well as I was growing. Yeah. And sometimes growth is, is, is never attached to what people think it is. Growth is not attached to he has a bigger house, a bigger car, more money. Mm, yeah. Because everybody has a different area that they want to grow in in their lives. Yeah. So how can you affect that and they affect you mm-hmm. and you guys all be successful? The problem we have is everybody wants to be the one and there are,
0: there is so much room for ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, it, you don't have to be the one out of the five. All five can be the one, right? There you go. <laughs> yeah. And it's important that, like you said, we're not comparing ourselves to our friends. But what we're saying is, is their mindset consistent with our mindset? And so, and what I'm saying is, if, if it's not, let's just say that you've been friends with someone for 20 years. And they have no interest in bettering themselves. And um, they're fine where they are. I'm not saying let them go. But what I'm saying is you've got to get yourself around people who speak the same success language as you. And that's who you need to spend the majority of your time with because success has a language.
1: You could say it again. You cannot have someone with a $50 million mindset around someone with a $10,000 mindset and try to make that make sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, they could be friends. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying if the kind of conversation, people in a certain income bracket who are going a certain way, even if they're not in that income bracket yet, their conversation is around ideals and ideas. And
1: it sounds like they're showing off when they're not. This is just how they move.
0: To other people who are not. This this is just how I move. And
1: so if if you, if if a $50 million man is, is, dating this woman and he sends a limo. I said every day to get her to take her to lunch. This is too much. You you know, why do you do that? Because I'm trying to balance your time for you. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to help you can do other things while you're coming over here to see me Mm -hmm. and you don't have to drive and you could be doing a, B and C. And then when you get to me, we can have this time and I can get you back to where you're going and you're comfortable.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Because he understands time. Mm -hmm. That time is money. Time has value. Time is the one thing in this world that we cannot get back. Yeah. Yeah. We can grow our hair back. We can go get some more teeth. <laughs> but you can't
0: get time. Yeah. So true. So true. Yeah. So very important to assess your friendships. And again, not saying that you got to get rid of them, but saying that you got to really assess and, and see if there are other people out there that you've got to begin connecting with so that you get. Um, the experience of rich conversations around ideas and, and, really just understanding about next level. And the way you get that is through connections, through relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, these people, you know, your friends don't necessarily have to be going to the same place where you are going, but they've got to generally be thinking about the same direction. Everybody needs to be rising up together. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, the next thing is mentors. Um, you know, I am a firm believer. You and I have talked about this before uh, on podcasts and I think in other platforms as well about the importance of very specific people in our lives who sacrifice a lot of time, sometimes money, um, <laughs> to get us where we are. Yeah. And we recognize that we appreciate it so much and we talk about them all the time. <laughs> yeah. um, and we also recognize that without... God placing those particular people in our lives, we probably would not you know, have been able to accomplish as much in life as we have been. And, you know, that's through mentors and mentorship. And those people really coached us to success.
1: And mentorship does not have a color.
0: No. Mm-mm. And it doesn't even have, it doesn't necessarily have to be someone who is in the same line of profession that you were in. Thank you. Yeah. But it's just someone who has gone through, has seen some things, who have experienced mm-hmm. some successes. Now, I will tell you, and you know this about me, you're the same way, I'm very particular about who I allow in my ear. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. So, this person has got to, you know, they would have had to have some type of proven record <laughs> in order to offer some advice. And stop receiving everything somebody says about you. Yeah. You no, know, when people, you know,
1: well, I don't think, well, I don't receive, I tell people, I don't mm-hmm. receive that. Yeah. That's how you feel. Mm-hmm. I, I don't receive that. Yeah. Well how could you I don't receive it. You can't make me receive this. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm in a different space. hmm And I, I was telling somebody this uh I'm okay. I, I love Batman. Okay. I'm a Yes, big, you do. I'm a big Batman <laughs> fan. And and in one of the Batman movies, God told him In in this lifetime, you know, you've been the hero so long. Mm-hmm. That you may have to be the villain to save everybody. And I'm okay with being the villain Mm -hmm. when the end result is success. Yeah. Because when success comes, everybody loves you in spite of. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, that's true. But
1: everybody's afraid to be that villain to make things turn the corner. Yeah. Everybody's scared to speak up. And if you speak up, everybody's going to look at you different. Because why did he say that this is how things have always been? Well, that's why things have always been this
0: way. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, one element of mentoring is, and I learned this very early on, is you've got to respect the relationship and allow them some level of authority in your life yes. so that you can I be agree. accountable. And that's, yes. I think, for a lot of people, it's very hard to be accountable to someone else. But if you, if someone has agreed to, you know, spend their valuable time, teaching you, coaching you, training you, then you've got to be willing to, if you want to reap the benefit of their expertise, you got to be willing to allow them to hold you accountable. And that's not always easy. That's what you just said. When you're coaching someone, when you're mentoring someone, or when you're being mentored or coached, it isn't pretty all the time. Sometimes they may say something, and if they're a good mentor they are going to say something that that's may hurt your feelings you. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. it they're going to say stuff that tests you and stuff that challenges you challenges you but that's what is needed that's what a good coach does that's what a good mentor does
1: All greatness has pain tied to it
0: that's good and it does
1: it, it does this a whole process and, and you know i used to not understand when people would say you know marriage is work mhm <laughs> Well, it is because you are steadily changing. I am steadily changing mm-hmm. and we have to change together. We are going in different directions sometimes, but with the same goal and, mm-hmm. and we have to listen to the other, other what they're feeling and what they're doing so we can tie those things together when we're in an imbalance to get back to balance. Yeah. But understanding that you are in an imbalance right now and I need to be this for you mm-hmm. and that I'm in an imbalance and you need to be that for me. Yeah. And I think we as people wanted to be, the same way all the time mm-hmm. and not understanding when we are being selfish and not knowing when to be selfish. Yeah. And let our mate be selfish right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be like this. Yeah. And and all of that, how does it affect the group success that we're trying to get as a team? Yeah.
0: That's so important. I think we definitely need to do a podcast on how you operate when you've got two highly <laughs> motivated individuals in a marriage, because there will be times when somebody's going to be on 200% and the other one's going to have to, because you, you're the support, you know, fill in the gaps Mm -hmm. until that person gets back to balance and then vice versa. It's a team effort.
1: Well, the thing is I trust you with my power just as much as I trust you with my pain. Mm -hmm. And so when you can do that with your mate, it changes the love. It changes. The love turns into something that's, uh, what did Prince say? Love is too weak to define just what you mean to me. Mm-hmm. And that's when it turns into that. Yeah. And so, and uh, knowing that that is the strongest word probably ever made. Yeah. Because it's a feeling and an action. Mm-hmm.
0: It is. I like that. A feeling and an action. Yeah. Yeah. And the, so the last thing, we talked about the four things that you need for elements of creating an environment of success. One faith two, really assessing your circle of friends, three getting around, getting coached or getting mentored. And the fourth thing is quite simply a plan. You know, I've said this before, you and know, I've talked about this and you mentioned this when you were talking about, um, the basketball player that did you say, Kobe Bryant or LeBron. I can't remember Kobe, Kobe, um, how he, you know, kept, practicing over and over and over again so when it was time to perform it was the second nature he had a plan that was his plan that's what a plan looks like for someone in the sport of basketball what does a plan look like for you because just like his success would not be a surprise because he was prepared your success should also not be a surprise because then you you want to be prepared and so I know that we do, um, you know, we talk to people about health and wellness as well. So if you, what does that look like for someone who wants to be healthy and lose weight? Well, their plan would consist of things like, you know, every day I'm going to choose, for the most part, grilled over fried. Repeating a process mm-hmm. over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Yep. And, and
1: you have to be willing to repeat this process. Yes. Yeah. Until this process becomes a habit. hmm when process becomes habit, then that habit leads you to something great, or that habit can be a negative habit mm-hmm. that can take you backwards. Yeah. But the process
0: is faithful. Yeah. And when the process turns into a habit, the formula works. Yep. It's so true. And here is the here is the challenge about the process is it appears that it's such a small decision to be made. So mm-hmm. let's just say, for instance, like I was mentioning about grilled over fried. If you do grilled over fried 25 times 25 days out of 30, you're going to get a different result than if you did fried over grill 25 days out of 30. But what will happen is the person will say, well, it doesn't really matter if I, you know, do grill. But they don't realize it if you do it 25 out of 30 times, it creates a result.
1: Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to eat that fried
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just, just, just you, you do fry, but yeah, so do I. Not all the time. That. <laughs> you know,
1: that fried, that yard bird, something to me, boy.
0: <sighs> but it's the same thing with, uh, let's just say for somebody that wants to write a book, they've been talking about it for years. If you just got up and wrote for 30 minutes a day mm-hmm. and you did that for 30 days, that's three chapters probably. But what? if you wake up man. and do nothing for those 30, man, if you get on, you know, social media or if you get in, on TV and start watching something for those 30 minutes, then at the end of the month, you have nothing. Whereas if you spent just 30 minutes, if you establish that process at the end of that month, you will be that much closer to writing your book.
1: Stop planning around your age.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay,
1: I'm I'm 24. I'm working. I have time. You could take three hours in the summer, three hours in night school, three hours. You could do that for years until you graduate. Mm-hmm. It may take seven years. Yeah, yeah. But that's seven years. You're 31 years old now. If you started this at 24, mm-hmm. and you have such a long life. To live, but you wasted seven years of time where you could have took something, just a small piece Mm -hmm. to change your life. Because what you're doing is working to make somebody else rich and trying to pay bills to keep up. I'm not saying don't work. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying don't do A, B, and C. But when you are working and there is no end result to the work,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but a a paycheck.
0: Yeah, it can't just be about paying the bills. So
1: when you look at your life, if you're just paying bills, mm-hmm. you can't save any money. Then, So you need to add something to your plate. Yeah. You need to get up three hours earlier and you need to allow yourself to be tired mm-hmm. and you need to get into an inconvenient space and time with God to find out what you need to do and go talk to him and, and get that time and take your time back. Your life and, and the things that you want to do are tied up in your time. Yeah,
0: that's true.
1: Take your time back. Yeah. And then you can allow yourself to live a life that's full, mm-hmm. because God can give you everything. The the ten years you take trying to get yourself together, the harvest of the way you will live will make that time seem so small, mm-hmm. yeah. with how you live the rest of your life. Yeah,
0: he could definitely, and he has, yeah. re- redeemed the time for us. So, cause you you young, you you look good. I got me a young chicken <laughs> over here.
1: I <laughs> me a young little chicken. Yeah, you say, you 25, 25 I'm, I'm going to stay 50. I'm going to have all my hair gray in my face. Yeah, I got me a young tender. Over
0: here. Well, I tell young you what, we, and the thing is that's so important that you and I do is we hold each other accountable. I mean, yeah. having a partner, which is, we could probably make that number five of creating <laughs> a, success, uh, a successful environment or environment um, for success is having someone who, you can share someone who has your back, someone who believes what you believe, even on those days where it's hard for you, who can say, hey, I know, you know, we got a go here. This is what you said you want to do. Let's do this. I know you're tired, but come on, we can do this, you know, or you can you take a break today, but we're back on it tomorrow. That's so important.
1: And another important thing through whatever you go through, you have to master loving yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You have to love yourself. On your worst day, just as you're doing your best thing. The love for yourself should never change.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No matter what. Yeah,
0: so true. So true. So, again, this is such a heavy topic. I mean, I, it's, it's a heavy topic. Yeah. But at the same time, it is attainable. And so we appreciate you guys. Again, we're talking about creating an environment for success. Why is that important? It's important because you want to, you want to set yourself up for the best possible results. And so in recap, those five things that you want to do, number one is you want to have faith. Faith is an action word. So the first thing you got to do is determine what it is you want. You want to biggie size it. You want to make it big. Number two is you want to assess your friend, your circle of friends, and make sure that they are aligned in value um, where you're going. And that you guys have the type of friendship that, uh, that allows, like you were talking about, that push-pull, that there's not someone who's jealous of you or that you're jealous of, but you, everyone is genuinely happy that everyone is succeeding. And that's the expectation that everyone is succeeding and helping each other. Uh, number four is establishing a plan, a plan of action. What am I going to do? What process am I going to commit myself to in order to um, be successful? Did I talk about mentors? Mentors, yeah, okay, mentors. Uh, and coaches, and then we added number five, which is um, partnership. Having someone in partnership with you who can hold you accountable, and and this just hit my
1: spirit. Uh, practice minimizing the mistakes and the way you look at the mistakes in your life, mm-hmm. and instead of allowing them to take you back. Because yesterday is something you can look at, but understand that the only thing that won't come one day is tomorrow. Because that is the thing we must live in, and that's today. Mm-hmm. Because your today will always be something that you can hold on to, and yesterday is something you build on, not you allow to break yourself. Yeah. Don't be broke broken by what happened yesterday. Because when you are allowed and given another chance and you have that next day, live in that day. And start taking it one minute, one second, one hour, all that at a time, and it will all work out.
0: That's good. That's really good. Know what your
1: mouth say? (laughs) Well, you did good.
0: Yeah. Well, you guys, thank you so much, and thank you um, for adding that extra piece. I think that's important because a lot of times people will um, put too much weight on a mistake. No doubt. All right, guys. Well, again, thank you all so much. Thanks for joining James and I uh, with the Edge Talk with James and Mo. And as always, giving you
1: the Edge. That's my radio
0: voice. That's my radio voice. (laughs) The Edge. Did you you hear that bass? The Edge. (laughs) Thank you all. Woo.
1: I thought I was about to start rapping or something. (laughs) I, I wish I could sing. But I can't
0: sign.